The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Welcome, welcome to the 365 Message Center Show, where we help you plan for change, prevent a fix, stay informed, and wish for things to be better. I wish for things to be better, like in general? Yeah, across. Uh, yeah, I know that's a general, general comment. Uh, in the world, in our right. world, in, in our, our world, world of technology and Microsoft 365. Mm. Anyway, welcome Indeed. to those who have joined us early in the chat. <laughs> yes, everyone, as, welcome. As, uh, Welcome Sheesh. to our show this week, and we've got we've got a doozy for you. <clears throat> we have, of course, we're going to cover those uh, messages in the message center that we find pertinent and wanted to give some commentary on. But we also have one that wasn't in the message center. In fact, it was squirreled away in a blog post, a Microsoft blog post that um, got two sentences about mm. this feature that I think has the potential of, um, I, I think revolutionize is a really strong term here, mm. but for a lot of organizations, it'll actually have a big impact on the way they do, do quote unquote, intranet. So um, we'll talk about that. Mm. Let's expand on that because two sentences was yep. not enough. We will probably yeah. see a message eventually, won't we, Daniel? I would hope so, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Right. So, um, hello, everyone. You know, thank you for joining us, like Daryl was saying. And, uh, Daryl, how are you? How is the uh, the Southern Hemisphere today? The Southern Hemisphere is great. We uh, all dutifully celebrated the Queen's Jubilee birthday here in New Zealand and marched up and down the street and waved British flag. No, we didn't. I was about to I mean, say, wow, you are no. a good subject. The queen's subject, <laughs> if you subject. did all that. Yeah. You know? no. I mean, definitely congratulations, because it's the longest reigning English monarch in, in history, um, well eclipsing Victoria. Um, not that I know my stats or anything. I'm not a follower of royal history. You're a so subject. Much. You are a royal uh, a subject, subject, and you know all the things about I pledge my allegiance to the Union Jack, and for what? It, no completely different. do you <clears throat> no. wow Moving i on. do not um i am not a subject of the queen um happy jubilee to her but yep. um that's not what people came here for what people came here for is really uh to learn things and mm. learn how um they may need to keep up with change when it revolves around uh things like um doing <coughs> recordings for speech uh, to text on their mobile phone. Very smooth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Very smooth. That is our first message, everyone. Uh, and it's uh, something that has been with us for a little while on Android, now on iOS. I find this interesting that we see more messages coming out which combine something that's been with us for a while and something that's now available on the other platform. Capture voice recordings with a live speech to text in Office Mobile on iOS and Android. MC387683, I believe it was with Android for quite some time. Now it's on iOS as well. Um, I use the Office Mobile app. I used to use all the individual ones. You know, like you get a new phone and you install Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and of course you've got Outlook and 
uh, you know, it was an individual thing. And then they brought out this combined app that brings it all together. Uh, and it does a number of other things. It has office lens, it has uh, different templates have been able to go in and it's got a really nice homepage to show you all the current or most recent documents you've been working on. And what's been built into that is voice notes, being able to record uh, simple voice memos. Uh, it is live speech to text, which Daniel, sometimes I think, why bother if I use the inbuilt live speech to text that's actually in the device? But um, having a closer look at this, let's just have a quick look, not that one, this one here. This is the blog post that's referenced at the bottom of the post. Uh, and it's, you know, from last year when it was released in the Office app and you add a new document or new thing, new type, and there's a voice memo an option. And you can rattle off whatever you're saying, record, record, la-di-da-di-da. Uh, you can then capture that as a note card. You can see how long it is, when it was captured. Hopefully you can rename it as well. It's, it gets saved to your OneDrive. Apparently when you play it back, it'll also highlight the words as you are speaking them out. Uh, so you can follow along. And yeah, it could be kind of useful. It's something I used to, I used to record voice memos into OneNote, but um, I might try... I'll try this. Uh, oh yeah, there we go. We can rename recordings. Edit the, the transcribed text. So you take the transcribed text and put it into another Office application or different application. Um, would you use this, Daniel? Um, if it, I'd have to see if it's better than using the phone itself. Mm. You know, what what is it that I'm going to get? more than just using the phone's ability mm. to do this. And and that's that's going to be the key for me. I'll try it out uh, to test it out to see what what do I get from it. Yeah. And I, I can make that's it... probably what most people do because it's going to be a little bit of a change, right? Because mm. uh, I do use um, speech to text on my phone not not all the time, but a lot. Enough to care <laughs> about yeah. this. And it is something that you're going to have to change instead of hitting that button. You know, for those on the audio podcast, I'm using my imaginary phone that I'm holding in my hand and showing I'm hitting the button to do the, uh, the speech to text that is native to my phone. And then you're going to have to click another button in the office app to do it. So I don't know, you know, we're going to have to, it's going to be a change for sure. And is Mm. it going to be worth it? I don't know. And hot off the press. WWDC talked about an improvement to transcription and voice to text and that uh, what we currently have on an iPhone is you'll hit hit the button to transcribe and you get a little waveform and it blips and beeps to show that it's capturing your text and it makes it appear in whatever text box you're using. Uh, but now it will also display the keyboard so that if you need to just quickly correct what it's just done, you can. So there's conveniences like that which mm-hmm. make you wonder, do I use something like this? We'll yeah. see. We'll, we'll see. see. It, it, we'll have to test it out to see um, on the iOS if it's worth it. Mm. Available now. I mean, I, I could do a live demo, but we just don't have time. We don't have time. Yeah. Let's, let's we don't on. have time. No. Because we want to talk about home. Yeah. The thing, the thing, the home thing that is not a message in the message center, but we think it's important enough to bring it home. Well, <laughs> bring it home. 
So this is a topic and we're, we're calling it support multiple home sites and multilingual dashboards mm. in Microsoft Viva connections. And this what's, was... What's the MC number, Daniel? There huh? isn't one, as That's we right. were talking about. Um, this is something that I have active projects right now. I have clients right now that this would greatly benefit. What is this? Mm. The connotation or the, the uh, um, it's alluding to having multiple home sites that could be used in Viva Connections that would represent uh, <coughs> your users differently. Meaning uh, you could have a home site for a specific group of people and another home site for another group of people. In my case, and I, probably a lot of cases out there, uh, things like sus subsidiaries or you know parent company, they own the tenant and they have already rolled out a home site and it's for them, but then they have a, a com another one of their, their companies they own that's using the same tenant, mm. right? But how do they have their own intranet? And how do they use Viva Connections? Right now, either you work together and make it work for both or you don't, right? Mm. So uh, in this blog post, and this blog post was not about this. Right. It was specifically... Uh, really calling out for manufacturer workers, uh, you know, frontline type workers as well to talking about some tools. And one of those tools is this, and it gets two sentences in this blog post. Uh, there were rumors and I heard things about, would this be possible? And here we have these two sentences saying it's coming. Now mm -hmm. we have no timeline. We have no, um, we have no indication of when it's coming. Um, but, you know, it doesn't have to be a parent come. It could be divisions. It could be you could do it for geography, an internet for Regions, North America, yeah. and an internet for Europe, and one for um, for uh, EMEA. I mean, you, you can do this in different ways. An internet for your manufacturing side and an internet for your uh, uh, office side or, you know, whatever. Um, mm. this could be really used in, in a lot of different ways. So, um, yeah. And Phil in the chat says, cue the Oprah Winfrey meme. You get an internet and you get an internet and you get an internet. So, um, now there's not a whole lot of detail here, right? Daryl about how this will be implemented, you know, from, yeah. from an admin perspective, I'm thinking how, how would, does this mean multiple Viva connections? Does this mean targeting what are your thoughts yeah well this is it right um it says multiple home sites uh and today viva viva connections is a home site it's a dashboard it's a news feed a company feed uh and it's a set of resources your your um global navigation um and our hope is that like like you daniel i've got clients that really want this because they want to have um different sets of dashboards and home sites for different regions. Um, but we're not sure, just looking at this, do they all actually get a home site? And what does this look like in terms of the app and the app rail? And what, what does it look like in terms of managing dashboards? Because today, if you have specific needs for different audiences, you end up with 30 to 50 cards sometimes repeated yep. cards just because you want it to be 
treated slightly differently for different audiences. So really something that's um, we're, we're really waiting with bated breath. When is this going to happen? Well, and it's, and this is what we're left with, uh, left to do, I guess, is um, really postulate on what, what is this going to be uh, because we don't have more information. Uh, you could read this in one way. In the first sentence, it's talking about multiple home sites with a single Viva Connections tenant, which I'm mm -hmm. not entirely sure. <laughs> that doesn't really make sense. But then the second part is talking about the dashboard. And so is it really different home sites? I think it is. But then it's talking about different dashboards, or is it modifying one dashboard, just like you said? Mm. So we don't have a lot of information, unfortunately. And I hope that we will have one soon. Uh, that will have more explanation as to what the plan is here. Um, but uh, this is something that I know a lot of organizations will use, even organizations that are not, you know, international or huge. You know, I think there's opportunity here for a lot of organizations to use this to help tailor that experience when needed. So for sure. I am going to do something a little risky, Daniel. Just just oh, no. look to see, is, is this even Viva connections home see if it's in the, in the roadmap i just feel like it's it's not even there yet no probably not no no so it appeared in a blog post yay Indeed. anyway uh, back to the messages because we mm -hmm. took a detour well we took a detour but let's get back i want to get back to ios and android can you do that for me i can um however this is we're going to combine these messages because the last one was combined this one, it's separate messages, but it's basically the same thing. This time I'm going to start with iOS instead of Android. How about that? Uh, this is your meeting experience on a mobile. Meeting chat bubbles on iOS and Android. You'll see the same message, just slightly different screenshots. But this is MC387034, and the Android message was uh, 387220. Um, so what is it when we're in a meeting, we on our mobiles, um, and we receive a chat, what happens, we can see that, you know, there's a little red dot and you tap on the chat thing. You can go over and see that your meeting moves off to the side. You're now focused on chat. Actually, last week we covered that on iPads, um, we'll now have a chat bar and we won't be moved away from the meeting content. But what comes to iOS and Android are chat bubbles. So they'll be below the uh, content, uh, unlike our desktop experience where it's at the top. Uh, the bubbles will appear and you'll see the first, what is that, like 150, 160 characters of the chat. Um, you'll have a button there where you can say, I, I don't want to see these anymore during my meeting today. Um, so please tuck them away, thanks. Uh, or you can tap on that message, it'll pop up, it'll open up the chat pane, and then you can read the full message because that's not the full thing. Uh, so that is going to be useful to some extent if you're wanting to keep an eye on the content, the people, uh, and also keep an eye out for chats that you might want to engage in. Uh, but honestly, Daniel, it's something I'm going to turn off. On, on a screen of this size, I don't find chat bubbles to be very useful. What do you think? I, it depends on the case of 
why are you on the meeting on your mobile? Um, you know, for me, a lot of times it's because I am transitioning between spots. It's a, I'm only in listen mode because I'm, uh, maybe I'm not presenting and I, and I know the material, you know, and I'm just there for support or whatever, whatever it is. Hmm. The, so it depends right on, on the use case. The second thing I was thinking about this is, uh, is we as chatters, you know, the chatty bunch, we as chatters need to realize that this is happening and make sure that we don't put a lot of fluff in those first two lines of, of what we're saying <laughs> in chat. Yeah. Because frankly, it won't be known unless I, as a user on mobile, click on that to, to open up chat, to read the rest of it. So, um, pardon me, but get to the point when you're on chat, get to the point. Don't give a lot of fluff, uh, you know, or if you do get to the point and then add your comments after that, right? Give, give, ask the question or ask, make the comment and then, you know, put more supporting material or something. Um, just, it, it might need to change the way we, we chat is all mm. is what I'm saying. Mm. So. Yeah, and I think sometimes chat also becomes something of a distraction, both for mm -hmm. people in the meeting, but also the presenter, you know, having to wade through the the smart comments, the the puns, the dad jokes, all that sort of stuff to get to the actual content that people have questions about. So that's, so, so that's what you do in chat. That's what I'm, what I'm hearing. Yeah, that that's exactly it. But um, so when is this coming? Begins rolling out mid-June. Expect to be complete late June. Uh, that's for iOS. Is it the same dates on Android? Yep. Maybe. Yeah, well, I, keep, we'll I say, say maybe. maybe because, man, uh, you know, even some of the stuff we covered last week has already been updated with new timelines. So, um, yeah, this has become, you know, pretty regular. Um, you know, hopefully, I guess is the way. We well, should, they they have maybe. a they have a plan for it, right? They have a mm -hmm. plan for it, and uh, they mm -hmm. probably share that plan with their their team. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, haha. -ha. It's one of my better segues. Come I on, I love it. I love it. Did I lose next, you there? Next message is planner cards now on SharePoint team site activity feed MC three eight seven six four one. This is slated for targeted release begin um, early June, so now. And uh, completed rollout late June, and then standard will be late June through early July. And this is when your team site is connected, it has a plan, right, in Planner. Um, then when uh, you will be able to see in your site activity feed. Now, when you create a team site, you'll notice that's at the bottom or, you know, toward the bottom section shows you activity on the site. So when documents are edited, when uh, pages are created, things like that, what will be added in that activity feed is plans uh, or on your plans, those cards for tasks that you're assigned that are coming up within shortly, within the next couple of days. Uh, so you'll start seeing those in the activity. Um, now, here's my thing with this. I like it. I like surfacing that information to remind you, hey, this is coming. However, it would be interesting to understand from our audience, from 
those that uh, listen to this after we're live, you know, watch the recording, hear the audio, please send us some comments, put in the comments on the video, whether you're in LinkedIn or you are in YouTube, uh, send us a social message on, um, on Twitter, on Facebook, LinkedIn, Insta at 365MCS. I'd like to know, do you pay attention at all to the activity feed on team sites? I'm not talking about uh, communication sites. I'm not talking about your intranet. I'm not talking about your, you know, that my section that you maybe you've added to your vertical um, section on your page. I am talking about the activity feed, as Daryl's showing on the video here, um, on your team site. Do you pay attention to that? I have a feeling that it has become something that people do not pay attention to. And it is one of those things that may even get removed from team sites. Just like if you'll remember back in the classic team site days, you know, we had that section at the top that was automatically put there about customizing your site and, uh, you know, just your theme and all that. And that was the first thing to get removed, right? I'm not saying this is the first thing to get removed, but is it something that is not as useful so I'm wondering, uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts, audience. Um, I'd love to to see what your thoughts are on this. I like this. It's just, I don't know that maybe we are, we have gotten too used to it being there and it not being that useful. Maybe, mm. I don't I don't know. The, the, the phrase tuning out the noise mm-hmm. sort of comes to mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I look at that and I see all sorts of things that are updated. Like even in the screenshot there from the demo, it's it's uh, random this site demo, page. I was going to mention this. It it is terrible. This 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 screenshot. It. I'm sorry, <clears throat> but they didn't do a great job at this. <laughs> so Sandy but, in the chat, she yep. says she usually deletes it um, because the I I get it. I I would like to make. And I'm not making a political statement here, but this is the the thought that came into my head. I would like to make the activity feed great again. Um, I would like for this to become something that um, is useful and is Mm. used. Uh, So it would be interesting to see how people can maybe change this up a little bit. And maybe show some screenshots of how maybe you are using this. I don't know. Well, you, You said something which maybe wasn't necessarily part of the message, but would make it more relevant and that is is it a task that's assigned to you are these documents that you would be interested in not just random like um let's say sandy took 50 documents and uploaded them because um, we're shifting stuff from one project to another boom activity feeds filled with sandy's migration efforts is that interesting is that relevant probably not that's not a signal i'd want to see so make it relevant again can we make an acronym out <laughs> think, of that i think it is something that you know it w- this is supposed to be relevant to you so maybe mm. it will be uh, maybe that is something that will make this usable and not just i mean it's usable now but make it make it something actually people will pay attention to rather yeah. than i'm just going to ignore that that part is you know not relevant to me so mm-hmm Anyway, think, um, you know what? It would be interesting. You could actually um, create a poll in a meeting and ask people if they um, if they, if they found it useful. Yeah. You know, maybe like rate that feature. Yeah. Right. Smooth. 
Teams <laughs> meeting poll. New question type. The rating. MC387036. Uh, I admittedly have not used the meeting poll much. Now that I have a new meeting uh, poll type, question type, maybe I will. Uh, these um, these questions that we can put partway through a meeting, actually even before a meeting, you can create a poll, add it as a tab to the um, the meeting page, landing page, and, and ask people, you know, what do you want to cover? Maybe it's like voting on the agenda items or something relevant to that. Uh, but this uh, allows you to put a rating in, which I think is going to be quite useful for being able to rate the quality of the meeting, maybe, would be a nice way to use that, it. Yes, absolutely. Did you find this meeting helpful? Did you like this new format that we did this new meeting, team meeting with? Mm. Did you, you know, rate the the quality of the first presentation. I, I, I think we're going to use this a lot in, uh, in our company meetings, you know, where we have presentations that are going on, where we have, it would be great to have, yeah. and we have multiple presentations. So we talk about a section, this, mm -hmm. and we do move on to the next agenda item next. Why not put up a poll, you know, rate this. Did you find this helpful? You know, so that, you can get feedback, real-time feedback, and then mm -hmm. analyze it and then change. And that's, you know, our, our organization, Career Spark, is all about, you know, making sure that we're making useful, uh, making use of the time we have. And, mm. you know, maybe that's... Was this a valuable meeting for you? I think um, it could be used in combination with some other insights you might get about meetings and whether you're attending too many of them and whether people are multitasking in them, uh, that you could use something like this to get real feedback to change your meeting culture so that you can choose the right people that should be in the room and maybe pass on asynchronously the information um, in chat for, for meetings if they don't need to attend. Uh, oh, so Hilda has a good question. Uh, does everyone have the app polls in their tenants? I don't see the app in Teams, only forms. So it is it is forms, isn't it? Or is it called polls? No, it's called the polls app, but it's run by forms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think I, th I have a suspicion that it's actually still rolling out. So <laughs> we've yeah, got like a um, we've got like a feature that is updated already but we haven't got the whole feature yet right so that rating question um i don't know what you can do to adjust it but it looks like from one to ten ask a question label the, the the extremes the whatever it is and drop that uh question into the meeting uh one other point to to note too uh, it's of course only going to be something you can control if you're a presenter or a meeting owner. And I wasn't clear if this would be displayed to guests in the meeting, people not from your organization. I think that you do, like based on our experience, Daniel, from attending Microsoft meetings, we do, we do see them, but I think it's mm -hmm. only because we switch over to their tenant beforehand. Yeah. Anyway, good feature. Um, nice way to bring some interactivity and get some good feedback uh, about the meeting and the content. That's great feedback. Yeah. <laughs> 
so you know um we all like to do things easier and all in one place so our last message here today is all about uh bringing w one other thing from sharepoint uh that we've had to kind of go to the classic view to do some changes up into the modern um, the update on the pane here. So it's SharePoint updated site logo management, MC388539. And basically bringing the, under the change the look settings, that that pane where you can change, you know, header and footer navigation. It, this is going to be under the header. You're going to, and under display, you're going to be able to show uh, or change the site logo. Uh, something that I feel like not a lot of people do. Mm. And I would really like for people to start doing this more so that uh, things like SharePoint Home, you know, that landing page where you could see your favorited sites and everything, those logos will show up there. And I'm seeing a lot of organizations that are just not using this functionality. So I would really like, I like that they're bringing it here so it's easy. Hey, go ahead and change it right now. You can do it. I promise. It'll be rolling out early July and completed by mid july uh so you'll be able to update the thumbnail and the regular site logo do you Sounds change your good. site logos Darryl? oh definitely definitely and uh, even so site thumbnail and site logo which we were discussing the difference too it, it usually comes up when you're using the extended header layout and if you scroll down the header collapses and your thumbnail is um, what you would see minimized in terms of your logo um, yep, it's definitely important for, for us to give a site its identity uh, rather than what we see often with teams as well, leaving yeah. it as an alphabet soup. Yeah, indeed. Well, uh, as we wrap up, could you stop? Not Don't go away yet. One, one, one last thing, please. Will mm -hmm. you like this, this episode? Will you hit the thumbs up? Will you like this on uh, YouTube? Will you like it on uh, LinkedIn, will you like the episode, the podcast, please? Um, and we'd love for you to do that because it helps other people find it in the service. I'd really appreciate that if you would do that. Uh, also, go ahead and give us a share uh, of the episode. Just take the URL, go in the browser on your mobile and your device, whatever you're listening to, copy that URL and uh, paste it into social, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever, Insta, and say, hey, I watch this show, and so should you. We would greatly appreciate that. Um, I like I like the comment that uh, Sandy made in there. I always changed my site logos just before deleting the activity uh, web part. Nice. <laughs> She's so fun. I love Sandy. Thank you, everyone, for watching today. We'd love to hear from you uh, about your thoughts on what we talked about today. Uh, and want you to have a fantastic week. Yeah. See you again. Bye for now.